0: what's up everybody and welcome to episode 99 of the stand up guys podcast that's all right guys we got 99 episodes and a bitch ain't one yeah (laughs) not a not a bitch amongst them (laughs) although three of them i was just gonna i was just gonna rag on him maybe we do have a bitch uh my bitch brother from the lovely same mother lester jones Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly a bitch or allegedly from the same month. <laughs> and we also got the guy that gets all the bitches. The ninth wonder, Chocolate Thunder. He respects the power of the majestic ham flower. He knows the appeal of the rusty wagon wheel, the baron of Browntown, the Duke of Dukieville, the Ayatollah of Asahola, the phenomenal A.J.
1: Singh. I liked it up until the Baron of, uh, what was that, Brownville?
0: (laughs) 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 Not not everybody can be in Ayatollah. Brown Town. Brown Town. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, well, guys, later in the episode, we'll be reviewing uh, Miss Marvel, episode two, but we'll save that to the end just because we're going to get into spoiler territory. Uh, but guys, um, what else you been doing this week? You know, before you, you know, I just realized we've done enough episodes that if someone wanted to, they could listen to us for like five days straight. (laughs) Dang, man. That's, that's a lot. (laughs) And of course, why wouldn't you really? Uh, but what else you guys been, uh, been uh, doing this week? Anything good?
1: I'll let Lester go first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, I had
2: a busy week. Got my hair cut, uh pulled my calf muscle the other day playing (laughs) playing tag with a bunch of little kids (laughs) 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 yeah that's hollering all around work today oh and then i'm not sure but that job i've been waiting for might be falling through so we'll see Hmm. did you lose that game of uh tag <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, she got me. <laughs> and then I quit. <laughs> who were these kids you were playing with? Uh, I took the kids to the park, and oh, it was just okay. like rando kids.
0: Gotcha. Um, what do you guys been watching besides Miss
1: Marvel? Man, I've just, been just watching a lot of comic book stuff. I think it's mostly the same old stuff. Like I'll go back and watch King in Black again just cuz I love that storyline so much. I love how uh Noel goes against the Sentry and goes against Thor and you know it's just an interesting story to me. I read that story. Yeah, and uh starting to get into like uh some of the the side the uh, stories that were a part of that too so like there's like you know tie-ins oh and, right right so i'm looking into that but uh yeah interesting stuff i watched miss marvel again and uh you know we'll talk about it but uh you know i saw a list that said it was a number one rated marvel show like i, I disagree with that i don't think it is it be
0: well yeah i mean it's only two episodes in but like yeah i find that hard to believe that like it would be the like, w- ratings where? Like, on Rotten Tomatoes? Or yeah, this, I think like, it was Rotten Tomatoes. An it aggregate was, of everywhere?
1: Yeah, it had, like, a list of, like, the like top 24 Marvel shows. So, it has like, you know, the older ones, too, and stuff like that. Oh, like the
0: Legacy type <laughs> yeah. shows.
1: Yeah, and I was, like, okay, got to, like, number three and two, and it was, like, Daredevil and Loki, and I was, like, okay, what's about to be number one? And it was the show that just started. I was, like, what? Mm. <laughs> There's some recency bias yeah. there. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, that's
2: uh, crazy. Um... <laughs> What about you? I've just been picking, like, random one-offs that are still coming up. I watched an Obi-Wan. I watched the boys. Just, yeah, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I've been doing that similar thing, kind of watching these week-to-week shows. Strange New Worlds, the boys, the Orville, Obi-Wan. All pretty good. I noticed, like, there's a lot of uh, sci-fi shows on right now. Like, if you like sci-fi and space-type shows, there's a lot of them.
2: Yeah, I'm guessing uh, Amazon probably just can keep hitting that hard. As far as like the Star Trek stuff goes, well,
0: that's uh, Paramount Plus.
2: Oh, okay. But we watch it on Amazon. Right,
0: right. Um, speaking of sci fi, I also, this has been out for a little while, but I finally got around to watching the final, third and final season of Lost in Space on Netflix. I don't know if you guys watched any of that. I
2: don't think I've seen any no. of them, man. Yeah. Never seen it.
0: It's pretty good. I mean, it's like, you know, family friendly sci fi, but um, I think I, enjoy I just, it. I just
1: know that. Some TV show made fun of, I think it was like Family Guy, where they're like, all right, you, you, the father and son go together and I'll take your teenage daughter by myself to like go look for stuff.
0: I I assume that would be the, uh, the original like old, like 60s show that this one's like a remake of, but (laughs) I, have never watched that one. I think it is on like Hulu, like the old ass one, but Mm. I've never seen (laughs) it.
2: Um, didn't they, didn't they make like a shitty movie with Matt LeBlanc?
0: Yeah, I've, yeah. De- I've never seen that, but it's apparently not good. <laughs> I, think, I think I did see it, but I don't remember. I mean, either. it's got Matt LeBlanc, and it's not good. How could that be? <laughs> actually,
1: I think it's got Gary Oldman, too, so I don't know. I yeah, remember.
2: he's always uh, pretty renowned.
1: Last time I saw Gary Oldman in a movie, was called Tiptoes. It was oh,
2: you actually saw that? I've Ooh. never seen it, but
0: I've, I know of it. It was a
1: uh, very interesting movie. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't even say it's bad. It was just, you know, okay, that's interesting. All right. It's yeah <laughs> 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 I guess maybe it is like, you know, we're not used to seeing little people. And like when you have this whole like soap opera story around them, it's like first you got to like, we're we're trying to like, you know, okay, now I got to put myself in their shoes and actually like, you know, live that life and know what it's like, you know. So it's like, it, it kind of takes a moment of adjustment to like be like, okay, well, going from this to that, knowing the difference and adjusting to it, you know. <laughs> I'm wondering if I've heard of this movie. Is it black and white? No, it's not black oh, okay. and white. I was thinking there was something with like, with people
2: that were like oddities, but it was just m- supposed to be weird. I don't know. I don't know.
0: All I know, it's got like Matthew McConaughey, Gary Oldman, Kate Beckinsale, like a lot of yeah. like you know yeah. famous people. <laughs> but it, then it's just like this weird story that, about like midgets
1: and like yeah. little people, and uh, and and this one, the, what really weirds me out is this one midget who's like or a little person who's like. uh really horny she's like she's just a total you know she's out why didn't we pick
0: this to review
1: (laughs) but she's like banging like normal sized people and i was like that feels weird to me (laughs) (laughs) and she's also banging other small people so like she's doing all kinds of things but uh she was really aggressive you know and uh, it turns out that she's an actual porn star so i was like oh okay (laughs) that solves that (laughs) i
0: mean isn't isn't it like Bridget the Midget, like a famous... I think that's
1: who she was. Okay. Yeah.
0: I got to say, that's one lane I've never tried is, is, yeah. the, is the midget porn, like the little person porn. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really...
1: Yeah. I feel like you'd end up on an FBI watch list. Probably. Of <laughs> probably. <laughs> now, what would you do if a little person hit on you? I'd be nice. I'd be cordial. But, you know, I, I wouldn't like... It sounds mean to say like I'd rule them out immediately, but it'd take a lot for me to be like, "We can bridge this gap." You know?
0: <laughs> I was gonna say you like wouldn't he, even entertain the idea, like, like how long cute. it been? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, long I, a little <laughs> calculation, a little calculus going on. I
1: wouldn't like it; wouldn't be leading them on, but I, I'd definitely be aiming towards friends. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> And I was
0: curious, so there's this movie, I, I have not watched it, it's on Netflix, but I was just curious if you've heard of it. It's called RRR. It's I've an, heard of it. It's I've, an Indian film. I
1: just heard of it and yesterday. A, and
0: apparently, like, like it's getting, like, good reviews and, like, it's, it's like,
1: popular in America. Like, Yeah, I don't know anything about what it's about. or anything. I just saw the title yesterday and somebody was talking about it on, like, TikTok or something. I don't know, but...
0: Yeah, apparently yeah. it has, like, two of the most, like famous Indian actors, and, like, it's really, like... I'm thinking about watching it, but, but like, it's, like,
1: three hours long. Yeah, every Indian movie's really long like that, yeah. Really? Yeah. Man, I was... Because people want their money's worth over there. They're like, if I'm going to watch a movie, it better take half a day, (laughs) you know? You know what's crazy, though? I heard... um, um, Because
0: I was listening to... uh, The reason I heard about this movie is I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about it. And they said, like, so in America, like, on average every year, like, we produce, like, 400 movies thereabouts. In India, they produce, like, 1,800. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's and like, like f- so many films. Well, there's there's different industries there, too. Because, like, the North Indians have their film industry, which is, like, Bollywood.
0: Yeah, and apparently this one is not Bollywood. It's, like, one of their, like, oh, okay. competitors.
1: Yeah, and I think this... I, I haven't watched a lot of South Indian movies, but I from what i've seen at least like the previews and stuff they look pretty well made you know like they they look good to me and they look the north indian movies are more like love stories and dramas and stuff like that mostly and those action movies too but the south indian movies are all kinds of different ranging stuff i think they kind of have to reach out and try new things because the the market is filled by what those north indian movies are so they have to like make different stuff so i think they're they're working on some interesting ideas there
0: yeah, I'm, I'm definitely thinking about checking it out, just mm. from,
1: like, the buzz it's getting and stuff. Yeah, I think I might check it out, too. But it is a big commitment to watch, like, a three-hour movie. <laughs> yeah, and is it, like, subtitled? You're going to have to read them or something?
0: I'm actually not sure if it's uh... dubbed or subtitled. Mm-hmm. Well, the um, so the podcast I was listening to, like, they played a clip where it was, you know, English, but I didn't know if that was dubbed oh, or, okay. or if it was just naturally they had them. Do they make a lot of Indian movies where, like, they actually have the actors act in English?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, half of the movies, even just the Indian ones, are, like, in English, you know, because so much of the population speaks English, and, uh, you know, they they kind of... Like, because a lot... So, there's people who live in, like, the big cities. They speak English and do their jobs in English and stuff like that. So, they try to, like, reach out to everybody.
0: Well, I might check that movie out. Um... But yeah, besides Miss Marvel, that was it. So do you guys like maybe want to do a round or two of stories and then we'll get into Miss Marvel? Sure. All right, guys. Anyone who hasn't listened, we're gonna go around the table. Everybody's gonna bring a, a wacky or interesting uh, news story to the table and we'll see if we can't make something funny and or entertaining out of it. As tradition
1: dictates, we usually start with AJ. So AJ, what do you got for us? All right, uh, man's forearm amputated after botched bicep curl left him with flesh-eating bug. A man was forced to have his forearm amputated after a botched bicep curl left him with a flesh-eating bug. Uh, Gabriel McKenna Lischke from Adelaide, Australia, was pumping iron when a 50 kg weight was uh, caused his bicep to tear clean off his elbow, leaving him screaming in pain. God. But things were so much worse but things were to get so much worse for the civil engineering student. Uh, After surgery to to reattach his bicep his arm began swelling up reaching three times its normal thickness he was rushed back to the hospital from here the 29 year old's decline was dramatic and before he knew it he had been placed in an induced coma fighting for his life Gabriel's family were told to prepare for the worst thankfully in November 2020 he came back around from his coma but when he did he had to contend with the fact that he had lost his lower left arm due to the deadly flesh-eating bug ne- necrotis ne- necrotising fasciitis I'm not sure if that's right um, there's a question about where the necrotosing, necrotising necrotising uh, fasciitis actually came from uh, Gabriel said there's nothing nothing's been settled yet but basically three days after the surgery I was sitting around and my arm had swelled up to two or three times the thickness and was bright red I think I re- acquired the necrotising the fasciitis in the hospital. My dad was calling my friends and family because they told him they thought I was going to die. When I when it was then it was a big surprise to everyone when I pulled through. He added, when I look back at what I've been through, I feel very proud of myself. I feel extremely grateful for anything that I have, for everything I have another chance at life, uh, have the support of my family and friends, and that I'm from a country where I'm able to pursue a dream like the Paralympics. Uh, Gabriel was in a coma for 10 days, which during that period, they amputated a section of his arm and removed dead skin from his chest and arm. Uh, When he eventually came around, he said it took him three days to realize his arm was gone. He recalled, I was asleep for the whole thing. I had no idea what was going on. And when I woke up, I didn't even realize I'd lost my arm for three days. When I looked in the mirror, I was like, oh shit. Unfortunately, I was on so many drugs. It was like it hit me in the face. But at the same time, uh, I wasn't able to comprehend it properly because it was such a haze. Uh, now Gabriel is more determined than ever to get to the peak fitness and enter the P- Paris Paralympics in two years' time, where he hopes to race the cycling team and help uh, with the help of specialist prosthetics. And he has set up a GoFundMe to support his new dream. Uh, he said, "I'm living. I'm doing everything on my. I'm doing everything on my trainer in my living room." Uh, my, I'm trying to raise this money for the equipment, blah, blah. blah. So, I mean, this guy ripped his fore, his bicep from his elbow doing a curl. Like, this is why I don't work out, guys. I was going to say, the moral of this story <laughs> is do not work out.
0: Do not exercise.
1: <laughs> you know, people see me and they think, you might need to hit the gym. But you know what? <laughs> I'm alive today. Yeah, and you got both arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should try tag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what you get for trying. <laughs> but man, that is rough. Like just a normal everyday activity, and you just you could almost die from it. Yeah, it's amazing. It just shows how we're just bags of flesh, man. I know we're so on the cusp of dying all the time. <laughs> oh, really? A sharp object like flies near us, they it could, it could kill us easily. Right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, I guess we're ready for Manifesto, round
2: one. All right, human trash discovered on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this headline, I didn't read it, though. What?
1: Is it called a rover? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that's all it has been up no, there.
2: apparently, like, um, uh, when they, the, the craft descended, like, um, it lost something, but, I don't know, it says they were, like, a couple kilometers from the crash site, and then, like, they just fought accidentally found this piece of you know junk that had blown off but it's it's so weird that just like you can't go anywhere without without finding trash (laughs) it's just
1: like it's it's everywhere yeah we've left our footprint like (laughs) not even on this planet alone
2: (laughs) we should just put trash on every planet to you know claim it for ourselves i wonder how many of planets we have like crashed something into Pro-
1: probably more than one. Yeah, I mean, we've sent a lot of stuff in this. We got, like, a bunch of garbage floating around us.
2: Yeah, some of it floating very f- fast. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> like, aren't they afraid, like, in the future, if they, if we keep putting stuff up there, like... It'll get to the point where everything gets, like, blown up and, like, runs into each other and falls to the earth and causes problems.
2: I mean, I'm sure there are collisions. There's stuff that falls to earth all the time, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're creating a new ozone layer of weird garbage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That sun's not going to get it. We got got to find
2: a way to reflect some of that sunlight back out. (laughs) (laughs) Trash. Who knew? It's our greatest export.
0: (laughs) I mean that's kinda of what sets that gravity movie off, right? Is like they get hit by a bunch of like space trash and it like
2: Yeah, it tears apart their ship or
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Or whatever they're on. Yeah. They were like almost like bullets, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh no,
2: space trash. <laughs> our
1: biggest <laughs> enemy. How'd she die? Uh, core of an apple hit her right in the throat. <laughs> that's what that's the kind of trash I'm imagining in space. <laughs> like just regular everyday trash. <laughs>
0: Um, let's see. Anything more on that one? No, no, not really. Well, this, this headline I found is a couple years old, but I found it interesting. Uh, woman's boss thinks tampons are sex toys and periods can be turned off. Um, a woman, uh, set Tumblr, uh, um, alight this week with a story about her boss. A middle-aged politician uh, with some serious misconceptions about menstruation interposed, a 20- year- old explained how her boss used to whine about tampon machines in women's toilets and uh, how she found it strange that he believed them to be not necessary. Then one day she asked him if he could go if she could go to the bathroom. When he asked why, she explained that she was on her period, which made the guy see red. Pun intended," uh, she said. He started ranting about how lazy women were, how we wasted time, how we were so careless and unhygienic, and uh, that there was no call for that. He finished by telling me that I certainly was not going to the ladies' room and that I was going to sit there and work. He finishes off with a decisive nod. Uh, as if I'd just been told and there could be no possible argument. Apparently, he didn't get that her trip was urgent and when she explained the situation, he responded with, wait, you mean that if you don't go, you'll just keep bleeding? Uh, I thought that women could turn it off anytime they wanted. If that wasn't bizarre enough, the guy thought tampons were sex toys. Uh, she added, he actually thought, A, that women could shut down the menstrual cycle at will, B, that we essentially picked a week per month to spend more time in the bathroom to goof <laughs> off, and C, that napkins and tampons... It's
2: the g- greatest conspiracy of all time.
0: <laughs> They've been this is going doing for thousands of years. This is like some QAnon shit. It's all a secret. <laughs> and, and C, that napkins and tampons were sex toys. Although it's impossible to verify t- tales on Tumblr, a 2010 study by the Journal of Family Issues shows the surprising lack of education for boys on periods despite them affecting half of the population. But really, I think this guy is on to something. I mean, what are tampons if not uh, mini dildos? <laughs> <laughs> little
1: little cotton fabric dildos. <laughs> right. <laughs> Women are just poor engineers. They can't design it. <laughs> we have to make the dildos <laughs> for them. <laughs> it's like one of these people
2: where the parents just raised him wrong to see like what kind of fucked up person they could bring into the world
1: (laughs) yeah this is next level man this guy's like he's like the poster child of like ignorance
0: (laughs) (laughs) this guy's definitely a Republican
1: politician
2: (laughs) 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 definitely uh, upper management material (laughs) definitely (laughs) oh my goodness
1: I mean the fact that he told her no to that she not go to the restroom I thought was pretty bold man like (laughs)
0: I know she should have just been like, man, I got to go take a, a real shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I would have just said that. He's yeah. like, I heard women can turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it kind of reminds me, though, of, remember that politician that got in trouble years ago because it, like, asked him about, like, I think, like, abortion, and they're like, well, what about in the case of rape? And he's like, well, in the case of rape, I think women can just shut that whole thing down. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> And everybody was like, what? <laughs> Where the interviewer just can't ask another question. <laughs> We're gonna have to drill on this
1: subject, here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Like, you talk to somebody long enough, and you'll pull out some piece of information where you realize they're an idiot, <laughs> and that's the case. There, I that's mean, that's a
2: tough one. Like, you just shouldn't be on TV, like. You should know. Sometimes like I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna not do this one.
1: <laughs> like what's shocking to me <laughs> it's is not like not my area of expertise. <laughs> how can you form such strong opinions and not know anything about a subject? That's wild. Yeah, it's possible. Man, I, if I like, if somebody teaches me something new or tells me something I don't know, I just be like, oh, okay, that's interesting, and maybe I'll like go check it out online later or something. Yeah. But. Man, to be so bold. <laughs> He's like, wait. So you're telling me? <laughs> He's like, well, walk me through this now. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> Hold my hand. <laughs> yeah, talk to me like I'm an idiot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's so many crazily stupid politicians. I mean,
1: in a day, in the modern age, where you can get, we have access that's to information. They're, co- they're
2: confident. Yeah. Confidently stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's that's, sad. that's what it
1: takes. You just you have to
2: have raw confidence.
1: It's sad. You have to like you have to have confidence in the first place just to like make it in this world. And then like you don't even need to necessarily have anything to back that confidence up. You just gotta fake it till you make it, you know? I mean,
2: yeah, that's what Trump did. <laughs> yeah. Trump doubles down. <laughs> yeah. He doubles down, triples down. <laughs> He's like, I'm a genius. What are you talking about? I'm not crazy.
1: <laughs> I'm a stable genius. <laughs>
0: Man, I haven't watched any of these like you know January sixth hearings, but apparently like everybody else is like like the news of I guess has got like huge ratings showing like oh. this like new
1: footage and stuff. Uh, no, I'm almost completely disinterested. Yeah, I, I've gotten to the point where I'm like numb from it all. Like, who cares? Same. It's like we. Kn- I'm like I know
0: what happened, and and like watching more footage about it, it's not gonna like make me like. <laughs> yeah, give me some big revelation. Like, I I know these assholes are in the wrong. Like, I don't know. Like, what's yeah. it supposed to prove?
1: And I don't think I don't think there's gonna be any punishment, any serious punishment for this. Like, I think it's it's just a big show for nothing.
0: It's another one of those things that like a lot of liberals are uh, hanging their hat on it. Like, oh, this is gonna be the one against yeah. Trump. <laughs>
1: this is gonna be the one. It's like finally. <laughs> well,
2: you need midterms are coming too. You need some kind of a positive uh, <laughs> uh, something to hang your head on. I mean,
0: everybody's predicting and the polls are showing that the Democrats are probably not <laughs> going yeah. to do yeah, well. Yeah,
2: I mean, with inflation and gas, everyone's just going to take a huge shit on them. Hmm. I mean, you already have you can already expect to lose House and Senate seats in the midterms as virtually always happens. You know what, though? I saw, um, like,
0: I don't know about all prices, but the gas prices are not caused by inflation like like they showed like the uh, i saw this graph today where oh. it was like one line showed like the cost of oil per barrel and then the cost charged at the pump and like even when it was going down like the at the pump it stayed the same so like they're just the oil companies are like oh people think there's inflation going on so we'll
2: just gouge them and they won't know better well inflation still affects everything but yeah that's a little more complicated market but they're also dealing with issues where we're, we seems like we're kind of stopped or we're slowing down drilling in the U.S. I don't know. I mean, we need to switch to electric. I mean, you can't even even in Elon Musk who loves you know like solar is like you can't do this you right. Know, overnight. You can't do it overnight. But I think we need to
0: ramp it up a little more.
2: <clears throat> I mean,
1: I don't know. I, what's the deal with electric cars? These days? I know Teslas are quality, right? But outside of that, are people buying a lot of different electric cars? Like these Chevys, and I've the
0: seen some. I mean, I think it's becoming more and more common as they produce more and more of them. But mm.
1: yeah, I just don't know like what the mile to gallon is for, or what the mileage is for a charged battery compared to a Tesla. Because I know Tesla's like supposed to be anyway, like the leader and the you know and that. So
0: I don't know if there's enough of them on the market that the prices come down enough to really to get people to buy them. Well, I, I, yeah, I know Tesla's
1: got, like, a one-year, like, waiting list at this point, but yeah, other I've brands I'm not sure about. But I don't know if they're even producing at, like, a high enough clip to, like, sell enough of them, you know? like Yeah, that's
2: a, not, that's a good problem to have, I guess. Mm. Yeah, but not for us. We're,
1: we're stuck paying for gas, man. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not in any position to buy a $50,000 car. Mm. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, Teslas are expensive, but, like, the other ones, they're supposed to be cheaper, like. Maybe.
2: I don't know. I've never priced any of them. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, well, ultimately, you plug them all to the wall, and most of that electricity comes from oil and
0: gas. So. Mm. Man, once I Ubered in a in a Chevy Volt, and I can't really tell you how quality the car is, but... I can tell you the quality of the back seat is not good. My head was against the ceiling, like it's for like <laughs> fucking midgets or short people or something. Yeah, you weird. should have gotten the
2: passenger seat. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, I had no idea. I just got in there and I'm like, holy shit, this roof is low. It, it was a four door. Uh, yeah. You're like in
1: fetal position. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was uh, cramped quarters.
1: Um, I think AJ. I think we're back around to you. All right. So we got here. All right. We talked about the woman selling her boob sweat. Oh, yeah. She sold her farts first. All right, here we go. Yeah, so you see what fluid comes out next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Separate identical twins raised in the U.S. and Korea have massive IQ difference. A study of a pair of twins who were raised separately across the world from each other has revealed location has revealed location can have a significant impact on intelligence. The twin girls, born in Seoul, South Korea in 1974, became separated at the age of two when one of them got lost at a market. Despite her parents' appeal to find their missing daughter, she was not reunited with her family and was eventually adopted by a couple from the U.S. Growing up on American soil, the twin was completely unaware she had any siblings at all until 2018.
2: when she What kind of shenanigans have have to go on? They lost one in... While they were in Korea, and somehow she ended up in the U.S.?
0: Well, she was lo- yeah, lost at the market in Korea, and then I don't know who ended up with her, but eventually she was adopted by a, a U.S. Oh, my
2: gosh. Yeah. Something. yeah, Something, shady.
1: yeah. Some bad police work there, I feel like, or something, because losing a kid at a store and then it being adopted in another country. It's
0: well. possible she was abducted by some like black market. like Oh, yeah. Thing too. Yeah, you, you never know. You never know.
2: I mean, it's pretty weird to explain it any
0: other way because I mean you would think if you lost a child you would check all the local like yeah child protective ser- services and things like that mm-hmm. and police and
1: stuff in 2020 she discovered she not only had a twin but also an older brother and sister. Uh, When the twins were finally reunited, they completed a series of tests designed to assess their intelligence, mental health, and medical history, resulting in a groundbreaking study of separate identical twins. Incredibly, the Korean-raised twin had a significant higher IQ, coming in at a whopping 16 points over her sister. The findings of the study published in the journal, Personality and Individual Differences, have contr- have contradicted previous research on identical twins, which, identi- which indicated a difference of no greater than 7 IQ points between twins. While researchers were not able to conclude what the IQ difference was directly related to their to their difference in geographical location the twins did have a different had very different upbringings that could have contributed the sister grew up in the united states suffered three concussions throughout her life which can significantly impact cognitive capacity the twin raised in korea grew up in a happy harmonious home uh, whereas the U.S.-based twin had a more turbulent childhood. She lost her father, found a new one, and conflict in her new home resulted in the eventual divorce of her adoptive parents. They had strikingly similar personality traits. Despite these differences, the pair had identical scores for self-esteem and mental mental profiles. Researchers found that the overall configuration of the twin's personality was similar consistent uh, with literature on moderate genetic influences, Uh on personality in adulthood. Notable is that both twins are distinctively high on conscientiousness, indicating that both are purposeful, well-organized, dutiful, and uh, achievement-striving. This shows that despite the difference in their upbringings, the two sisters had similar personalities, values, and approaches to life, highlighting that genetics could have a significant impact on personality. So to the eternal question, is it nature versus nurture, or is the jury still out? It's too hard to tell.
2: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like there's a fair number of differences there. Yeah, I knew the American was going to be the dumb <laughs> <Yeah>. one.
1: <laughs> I mean, all the uh, family problems and everything just seems like normal to America. <laughs> in Korea, they seem like they'd be more, uh, like you know, in Asia, people are more family oriented and stuff.
2: I mean, being completely displaced when you're two years old is a pretty uh, traumatic event. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I mean, when you're
2: two, you don't know
1: what's happening. Like, yeah, you might not even it might not even be a blip in your life. Maybe. But, yeah, that's crazy, man. It also makes me think, man, I kind of wish I had stayed in India. (laughs) (laughs) I might be a little smarter there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you want to do another manifesto, or do you want to get into Miss Marvel?
2: Yeah, I got a short one. Okay. New Hampshire Distillery Turns Invasive Crabs into Whiskey. (laughs) What? Crabs so, into whiskey. So, so basically they still have, are making like a mash, I think out of like it said corn or something, which I don't know if whiskey's made out of corn. But. Uh, yeah, so this invasive small green crabs, they're taking them and like smashing them up and adding them as an ingredient. And they're they're, they're saying it's like a... A briny fireball. It's <laughs> like that sounds Ooh. awful. I know, like <laughs> like alcohol's not bad enough. You gotta add
1: add some crab. <laughs> I hate seafood in the first place. <laughs> We're talking about like oh gosh, that's a that's a salty ocean flavored yeah. alcohol. So
2: after you drink it, and you're all and trying not to puke. There's all this crab, ode to
1: crab in there. <laughs> and alcohol already sucks, man. <laughs> like, you know why you drink alcohol. That's, it's not for the taste. You know what we should do? We should make
0: a whiskey company where we just have like that base whiskey and then we just go around taking every evasive species and be like, we'll get rid of those for you and make a gimmick whiskey out of it.
1: We need to team up with that boob sweat lady and start, you know, lacing oh, the whiskey with that boob stuff. sweat whiskey. Yeah. Guys are totally, take that. Yeah, perverted guys would, yeah. <laughs> all guys. <laughs> that's most, mostly all guys. <laughs> Has a briny taste. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It'll add more to that, that watery, salty flavor. <laughs> right.
0: uh, crab whiskey. That... That sounds good. <laughs> it really hits the spot.
2: <laughs> Johnny's come blast bourbon.
1: Man, we do terrible things to animals, man. <laughs> Make yeah. a whiskey out of them. It's like they're invasive. We'll just <laughs> smash
2: them up and stick them in the whiskey. Yeah. Genius. Uh,
0: um, all right. Are you guys ready to get your Miss Marvel on? I don't know if that's do it. Done. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> All right, guys. Really, no preamble this week. We're going to go straight into spoilers. So if you have not watched episode two of Miss Marvel on Disney Plus, and how could you not? Monsters, <laughs> monsters. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to get into it. Going to do a plot breakdown and then kind of give our thoughts as we go along. And I was smart this week. I I took extensive notes for us. Oh, that sounds painful. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we start. Miss Marvel is confident now after getting her power. She's walking through her halls at school. She's uh, correcting the teacher on how her name is pronounced. She's like... (laughs) High-fiving. Yeah, high-fiving. She runs into this uh, new kid named... uh, We find out his name's Comron, and like... um, I think that's how they pronounce it. And uh, in the halls, and like we can tell, like she thinks he's he's cute or whatever. Um, but he'll play a big role in this episode. Um, anyway, we find out that uh, Zoe from episode one, uh, like the popular girl, like oh yeah,
2: she's stealing the glory.
0: Right, she's kind of stealing the glory. She, all, her likes on social media are going up. She's even more popular for because of her run in with the.
1: I didn't I didn't feel like she was stealing glory. I thought she was giving props to the hero and then just also, you know, banking off of it, you know, like, oh, I was the victim and she saved me. But I didn't feel like she was stealing credit or anything.
0: Okay, but yeah, she okay, but she was using it to her advantage it yeah, seemed like. Yeah. Um and Zoe like named uh, her nightlight. Yeah. <laughs> as a hero name. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, Zoe's having a big party at her house on Friday. I feel like this is a big trope of all these teen movies. There's, there's got to be a house party somewhere. Yeah. Um, so Zoe invites comron and then like uh, uh, Kamala gets like a big boner for him, and she's like, "Oh, we got to go to this party now."
1: Yeah, that seemed kind of forced. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, she's going to this girl's party because that one guy's there. Like She's,
0: she's all hot for him. <laughs> and, uh, like, he's surrounded by fire and a hundred, <laughs> <laughs> keep it a hundred things. <laughs> 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 because that's how her mind works. <laughs> um, uh, so then uh, Kamala and Bruno go to the upstairs of her house, and they kind of play around with uh, the powers mm-hmm. and the, the bangle thing. Now she kind of, um, you know, in the comics, like I was saying last week, she kind of has those Reed Richards powers, you know, where she can like stretch and like, you know, make her hand all big. So she kind of does that here. She uses, but she uses the bangle, makes like a big fist out of it, and it just kind of like falls over because she can't like. He's, I think Bruno mentions, oh, you don't have super strength apparently. Mm, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says that the um, the bangle activated something in her, so I guess now the powers are emanating from her rather than the bangle.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I wrote that down a, a little later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the powers are hers. The bangle just brings them out. Or something. Uh, so now yeah, she just tossed yeah.
1: that bangle, or what?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. That seemed like kind of a stupid thing, um, <laughs> and also like okay. So he's, like, on his iPad there, and he's, like, monitoring her, and, and that's when he says it. Like, what kind of test is he doing on his f- fucking iPad that he's like, oh, I can tell there's the, en- with the energy and blah, blah. It's, like, so nonsense. Yeah. It's like... <laughs>
1: he's like NASA as a person or something. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I do love when you just, like, you have a prop, and it's just complete nonsense. <laughs> it is. It's it's complete <laughs> bullshit. They're like, oh, we'll have him say this, and he's a genius, and we'll just... <laughs> well, you buy it. <laughs>
0: Um she says that it's uh, like an idea. He asks like what's what's it like and she says it's like an idea coming to life. And then even a little bit later like they call it, like hard light or whatever. So they they really are kind of ripping off Green Lantern with this power set.
2: Yeah, yeah, I still get a Green Lantern vibe. Yeah. Um there's like a little
0: training montage with her like running and doing push-ups and um we see like sh- she's trying to make um, small platforms using the bangle that she can like run up on. And like, yeah, I was like, here we go. Another training montage. Right. And then they, a few of them fail. And then eventually she gets good at it. And
2: yeah, obligatory training montage. (laughs) You need that.
0: Um, they mentioned that the writing on the bangle looks Arabic. Um, so next her and, uh, Nakia, uh, go to church, uh, church, um, we see that, like, in their religion, kind of the men get special treatment. Mm-hmm. Like, they're in the front part of the church that's supposedly all nice, and they're in the back half behind a partition, and it's shittier, and the acousti- acoustics aren't aren't good or something. And um, they they have this whole thing where they're like, um, oh, we're going to have a, a mosque board. Like um, a... Mosque president, kind of something like that, yeah. And like people can run for it or something. And she's like, "I'm, I'm gonna maybe I'll run for that." I mean, I don't. (laughs) Is this a thing that mosques have? Uh,
1: She seems so young to run for that position. You would think it'd be like an older council of people. I would think so too,
0: (laughs) and like. And also, like, let's be honest, because she is a woman, like, I doubt she would <laughs> yeah. even have a chance. I guess they haven't got that far. Maybe she does lose, like, mm-hmm. really poorly. If she wins this, though, I'm going to be like, this seems uh, unlikely.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you really have to put in some legwork to, like, win that kind of race if, if you're the huge underdog in that sense.
2: It also felt like they were just randomly going almost like it's something they do once a year. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I don't know if this is
0: something
1: they do uh, supposedly do every week. Or yeah, I don't care about her side plot right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. I, I I suppose they want to show off the culture, mm. but at the same
2: time, it's not very
0: interesting. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They, they got in trouble for like talking, and I don't even remember.
1: And then they started talking again. I was like, "You're gonna get yelled at again. Shut yeah. up." <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: You just got dressed down. They're like, "Yeah,
0: <laughs> we'll talk a little quieter, right?" Um. So, like, before they went into church, they, they have to take their shoes off, so they put them in these cubby holes, and when they come back, Nakia's shoes are stolen, and she mentions that, like, there's a thief, a shoe thief on the loose, and they've stolen, like, 30 pairs of shoes, so I imagine one of these episodes is gonna be, have her catch the shoe thief.
2: Mm. Well, it was, I mean, part of me was like, this chick is retarded, because she's like, oh, I lost my, I don't know, high brand shoe, was is this? Yeah,
0: she'd mention like Whatever it is and She's Vuitton, like, this has happened you know, like a hundred
2: times and I'm like, maybe you should stop wearing Louis Vuittons To the fucking mosque or something Well, yeah. I don't think it happened to her
0: It happened to other people But at the same time, if she knows it's happening Yeah, why would she bring like her expensive shoes right. <laughs> Or, you know Or it seems, like, it seems like they would have done something Before it got that many pairs <laughs> stolen? Like maybe we'll put a security <laughs> camera here or something, or have somebody watch these or something, you know. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of stupid. Um, I wrote down she goes to a par- the party with an Elmer Fudd hat for, for some reason. <laughs> I don't remember. She was wearing the Elmer Fudd hat with like the flaps on the side uh, and like the flannel oh. type look. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> style?
1: I was thinking those like those Canadian hats, kind of, are the same right, thing, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, Comron, uh, does like this big, like fancy dive into the pool and, uh, he gets out and once again, just lady bon- boners all over the place. They're, they're, they're really over all over this Comron guys. I really like the way you say lady boners.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh, the cops show up and then Bruno's like, I got a car, everybody with me. Um, so in the car, like, him and Kamala are in the front seat, and they're kind of, like, flirting back and forth about movies, and we can tell that Bruno's all jealous.
2: Yep. The classic love triangle. The old love triangle. And he's obviously, like, a uh, super beta, and they're almost certainly going to get together later on. <laughs> mm.
0: Um... Next, she's at school, and her her powers start to go kind of crazy. Like, her nose lights up, and, like, no, at least nobody notices. Like, she goes to the bathroom stall, and, like, her hand, like, uh, uh, gets shiny, too. And then, like, her friend comes in there and hands her a, a mini dildo <laughs> tampon. And she's like, no, that's not it, or whatever. Um, they have some conversation that I don't really remember the details of. Like, her, her friend was... Like, did her friend convert to, like, Islam? No, no, it's what?
1: just that uh, she says she looks white, so she gets, like, kind of, uh, both sides kind of, like, you know, treat her like an outsider. Like, in America, she's treated an outsider. Oh, okay. And then, like, in her own community, she's treated uh, as an outsider. So she says she wears a hijab to, like, at least give herself some identity.
0: Oh, is, okay, okay. Well, that clears that up. I was, I, I was wondering about that. I, I wasn't, I guess, paying enough attention. Um... Uh, oh, Bruno goes into the office of, like, the uh, principal. He's got, like, a free um, scholarship to Caltech. Um, but he he's, like, debating because he'd have to go to California, and he's in love with
2: Kamala. And, and there's a bunch of Californians over there. Yeah, more drama.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forget to set this up. Um, earlier, like, before when they were in the car, like – Bruno like trying to like get in between them. Mentioned that Kamala failed her driving test, but then like Comron was like, "Well, I, I can give you some driving driving lessons, you know." Um. So that's what happens. They they uh, go on a driving lesson, and she or he lets her uh, drive. Um. So they end up going to this restaurant, and then like conveniently, like her brother and his brother's fiance like show up. <laughs> yeah and um i guess this scene was kind of funny but at the same time kind of stupid where basically like like you can tell they like each other but they're trying to hide it from her brother so she says that oh this is our cousin such and such but like he has a british accent so the like her brother's like wait isn't uh, who you said you're the son of or whatever like pakistani why do you speak with an accent and, like, the best thing he could come up with it was, like, he was faking the British accent. Yeah, that was... Who's going to buy that? <laughs> Couldn't like, he just say, oh, yeah, he hooked up with a British chick or something? My mom's <laughs> British. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but that was a little foreshadowing, too, when she says... Yeah, yeah
0: that's true. Um, So now um, Kamala's back at home. She's having uh, dinner with her parents, uh, her brother, and her his, her brother's fiancé. And the dad tells a story about how, like, back in the day, like, I guess when the, the Civil War started in the partitioning between India and Pakistan, like, her um, grandmother was a child, and, like, they got separated, but um, her grandmother ended up somehow, you know, getting on the train, and she mentioned something about, like, um, following the light or something, And, like, they also asked about, um, so her grandmother's name is um, Sana. And then her great-grandmother's name is Aisha. And they mentioned that, like, Aisha, like, somehow mysteriously disappeared that night. So, like, do you guys feel like the implication is that that Aisha somehow used the powers of the bangle to guide Sana onto the train? That's what I got out of it. But I wasn't completely sure if that's what we were supposed to do. To get out of that. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's that's what you're supposed to get out of that. Um, okay.
0: So, then Kamala, at the table here, she, like, touches the the bangle, and she has, like, this vision of a woman who, I'm assuming that is Aisha? Mm -hmm. Is that what you thought? That's what I think, yeah. And she, like, blacks out, and her parents and everybody, like, revive her. Um... So then Kamala's in her room. She calls, like, FaceTimes with her grandmother, Sana, and starts asking her about the bangle. And that's when Sana explains that the bangle belonged to her mother, Aisha, um, who disappeared or whatever. Um, so now they're going to what they call the Eid celebration? E-I-D. I think Eid. That, Eid. Um, which, yeah, is this, like, big celebration in their religion I guess Uh, we get this thing where Nakia is trying to get her votes for the mosque board or whatever like she's putting up her uh, flyers and whatnot. and like basically her, Bruno and Kamala are going to separate and kind of go to all these different groups of people that they explain and try to to get votes Um, she uh, has a scene where she kind of tries
2: to guilt uh, Kamala's dad Into voting for her <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Like Could have just left The poor guy alone I kind of felt like like He's like My friend's running I, I kind of have to vote for him And she's like <laughs> Well I don't know Like <laughs> More Or something I don't know It was some awkward scene
0: um, So next we, we find out That the Basically the cops That showed up At the party Were actually Like um, The DO Department of Damage Control and those agents who are at the the basically after credit scene of the the first episode and so they they got Zoe now in an interrogation room and like they kind of start asking her about like the ethnicity of like the woman that saved her you know mm. and like they start mentioning different ones and then like the woman mentions like southeast asian and like because she has a like that look a look or something she's like oh that's it so then they're like Okay, I want you to start canvassing every like mosque and whatever, and I'm like, that seems a
1: little bit like that's a reach. (laughs) Yes, and like, and like, also, look, I don't expect, I don't think white people know the difference between what a Southeast Asian person looks like, a Latino person, and a Middle Eastern person. Like, those are (laughs) those are hard for white people to like suss out. I know,
2: and well, and plus, like. The superhero things have been. You think they should have just been, Let's go for round of the brownies, <laughs> round of all the brown people, well, well, plus like the, the whole Puerto Ricans. Th- damn it! Thank
0: the you. whole conceit of like superhero shit is like, you, oh, you're wearing a mask, even if it's a half mask or a domino mask, like it's hiding yeah. hiding your identity. <laughs> so like, are we, we're supposed to believe Zoe like by seeing like you know Kamala's like mouth or whatever knows she, that she's Southeast Asian.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm Indian. I've been fooled by different people looking a certain way too. You know, like I I don't know how they're gonna go by go by this account of this girl.
0: Yeah, this whole scene was just like you said, a huge reach. Yeah. Um. So like, there's this group of old, older like, um, Indian women at the Eid that they refer refer to as the Illuminantes. Oh yeah yeah. Mm. (laughs) And Zoe's or Kamala's talking to them, trying to get more information about Aisha. And they're saying, like, Aisha brought a bunch of shame to the family. And that she... uh, One of them's like, we heard she killed a man or something. Now, this is what baffles me. Because, like, the one story about the train station is that she disappeared that night or whatever. So I don't understand how, like, she disappeared, but at the same time, like, she brought shame to their family and all this. Like...
1: Did you get a? Did you understand it? Yeah, they also said that she hooked up with a bunch of guys, but like how? Yeah, how are they making this backstory if they don't know where she was and anything about where? You know what happened to her?
0: I was yeah, I was really confused. I was like, this seems to conflict. Like, is she this mysterious woman that disappeared, or is she like this woman that like killed a guy and brought a bunch of shame to the family? Like, I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, they did not explain this well.
1: And if it happened during partition, you would think it was because of. You know, violence, like, there was violence on both sides, so like, she was probably defending herself, like, you know, you don't necessarily think, like, she just murdered a guy during partition because she felt like it or something. Right. <laughs> uh.
0: So, you don't think, like, so it seems like, do you think um Sana, like, her grandmother, like knows about the powers of the bangle it seems like the conversation on the phone like maybe she did but didn't want to talk about it
1: yeah it sounded like she was hiding something
0: um so then there's this like little kid that goes up to the top of a tower and like he's taking selfies like leaning out of the tower and then he of course like starts to fall out the window and like grabs onto a curtain that's like starting to pull itself off so he starts screaming and like everyone gathers around they're all worried and and so like Kamala's like okay this is her time to be a superhero so she gets in the costume she goes up there she like starts talking to the kid and like trying to calm him down and he says he like ice cream pizza or whatever so like so like he's almost like falling out which like gets her to like you know make the platforms and jog over to him and like kind of like save him and he falls on the platform yeah. But then, like, at that time, so, like, everyone's cheering and, like, video, uh, you know, taking videos of her, which, like, goes viral or whatever. Um, but then she has another vision, uh, again, we assume of Aisha, which causes her to, like, drop the kid. And, like, she really quickly, like, throws the platforms down. But
2: it seems like that kid baby got fucked up a little bit. Yeah, it was sl- <laughs> slightly botched. <laughs> Which, I mean, is good. It kind of breaks the, of uh, like, you know, superheroes don't usually uh, mm-hmm. have fuck-ups.
1: Um, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, he didn't, he didn't yeah. drop, like, 60 feet like he right. was gonna. <laughs> that's
2: true. That's true. He, he took a couple lumps, but probably is okay. Yeah. Now, we've mentioned,
0: like, a few things were a reach. This part was, like, such a reach. So, she, like, goes down to, like, the alleyway, I guess, behind where this all happened. And she's immediately, like these drones start following her. Right. And like, I think she takes one of them out and the other one's chasing her and she comes out and like those agents from the DODC are there. And I'm like, how are these fuckers? So Johnny on the spot, like this video just went viral and like minutes later, they're already on her.
1: Yeah. Is there like one mosque in all of New Jersey? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah when, when they're like canvas, all the mosques, there was like, Oh, there's only one. Yeah. <laughs> And they're having this big festival. (laughs) This is definitely it. Yeah,
1: I mean, they were pretty spot on. (laughs) I was like, "This is some bullshit." (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and then the next thing you're about to talk about, that was even more. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah,
0: this is even more convenient. So, like, she jumps over like the uh, cop car or whatever, and conveniently, um, Comron pulls up in his car, and and he's like, "Get in," And, (laughs) and so like. Not only is it convenient that he's right there, but then, like, also, like, they just easily get away. Yeah. Like, no pursuit or anything from the cops. Okay, so this is the question I have. So, there's a older, like, woman in the backseat, and Comran's like, this is my mom. Now, are we supposed to believe that that's Aisha? Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, that, that gives me even more questions. <laughs> <laughs> because, number one... Aisha is her great-grandmother, so she would have to be, like, old as shit.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: if she's alive, she's like Methuselah. Mm. And so, and the other thing is, is number two, if if this is Comron's mom, how old was she when she had him? Yeah, that's a good question, too. And he has been openly flirting with Kamala. If that's his mom, they're related. Yeah. What the fuck? This brought up so many questions. Well, I
1: I don't know if this is like part of the show or not, but I know in that in uh Islam you can you can marry your cousin. So I don't know if they're going like that route here. <laughs> it's <laughs> all good, it's all good. <laughs> I feel like they're the evil
2: element like trying to collect her.
1: Yeah, they they should the the grandmother definitely has like this look that makes her seem evil. So I don't know something. The yeah, great grandmother because mm.
2: they haven't really introduced any other sh- huge uh, nemesis.
0: I mean, I do feel like Comron's gonna have powers and some sort of super identity. I don't get the sense that he's gonna be a villain though. Mm. I'm, I'm not, but I'm not sure about Aisha. Well,
2: we'll see.
0: But <laughs> yeah, that reveal I was like, it just puzzled me because like first I'm like, okay, are we to believe she's Aisha? So, like, do you think the bangle, like,
1: makes her age slower? Yeah, maybe, like, once her power's activated, she ages slower. I don't know. Because, I mean, when she was talking on the phone to just her grandma,
0: her grandma looked even older than that woman, right? Her mom looks about the older
1: than her great-grandmother a little bit.
0: Ah, It's just, I don't know. There was a lot of confusing and convenient things in this episode. Yeah.
2: Yep.
1: I did not love it. Uh, Still in contention with uh, Hawkeye. Yeah, it is. I uh, watching this show made me feel like a thirteen year old girl. I, uh, <laughs> I, this is how I felt when I watched Twilight in the theater with my sister at one time. <laughs> <laughs> It's meant for a younger audience. (laughs) 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 Which
0: is why a bunch of middle-aged men (laughs) are reviewing it for your pleasure.
2: One one unwillingly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like some of the other Marvel stuff, like...
2: Doesn't suck?
0: (laughs) Well, not only doesn't suck, but I feel like... uh, goes on that line better about about like being kid friendly but like fine for adults, yeah, whereas this one, yeah so far like it's totally watchable, but like I feel like it it doesn't work very well for adults, yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. I think uh kids with their whole life ahead of them, <laughs> yeah, they're into it, sure, but adults were like uh Yeah, we don't have that wide-eyed, you know, bright, hopeful, you know, kind of look at this whole thing.
0: You know, with Hawkeye, like, except for before the final episode, I was like, this isn't great, but it's not, like, terrible. And then I just really hated that final (laughs) episode. With this, it's like, so far, it's just off to such a bleh start. Like, I don't think it's offensively bad, but it's not, like, compelling either.
1: Yeah, I... (sighs) It almost seems like it's more of, like, a introduction to, like, her culture than it is about the show, like, you know, being about, like, you know, other things. Like, I get that, like, you know, Pakistani culture is, like, a big part of the show and everything. But, you know, I'm not really interested in the uh, the board, you know, election and this stuff, you know. I think they could go away from that a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of a weird thing to concentrate on. Yeah. I mean, I, I do get, like... Like, that's the thing that makes her distinct, so they want to kind of have that. But, like, just her interactions with, like,
1: her family Mm -hmm. is more entertaining than,
0: like, that scene.
1: Yeah, I'm just hoping they actually fill this out with, like, a good villain and, like, you know, interesting kind of hero versus villain, you know, that that whole storyline. I hope they flesh it out well enough. I
0: know, at six episodes, like, are they going to be able to, like, give us a villain and make it, like, any like satisfying at all? Maybe it's just the shoe thief
1: is the villain. <laughs> <laughs> we did that story on that like Indonesian guy who was stealing flip flops from everybody and jerking <laughs> off to him. Oh, yeah, did he have, didn't you have like thousands
2: of pairs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I've been compulsively stealing flip flops <laughs> for ages. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I got Birkenstocks.
1: I got, I got, <laughs> I got Versace. I got this. like a
2: class action lawsuit where you owe everybody in the country like thirty two cents. <laughs> 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 well, I don't want the sandals back. So
0: I'll take the thirty two cents. <laughs> um. So uh, what do you, what would you guys give this episode out of out of ten? Oh man. Uh, I gave the last one a six. I think this one I would go down to like a five and a half,
1: yeah, I was thinking like four to five uh, it ended at least with something like her you know great grandmother coming back and some sort of you know enticing you know maybe there's gonna be a, something good that comes out of this, so
0: yeah, if she would have fucked her cousin, I would have brought it up for
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> she wanted to. <laughs> I'm down there. I'm waiting. (laughs) (laughs) To the
2: depths. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like a two and just I'm bored.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's... I guess all we can hope for is the picks picks up. Um, So, guys, next week, episode 100. um, (laughs) I, I wish we had something... Uh, more special plan than just episode three <laughs> of this show. But we'll think about it. Maybe we'll come up with something. Yeah. But still, I think it's exciting that we stuck with this, like, I guess close to our two-year anniversary. And 100 episodes. That's man, That's yeah. something, man. Especially since we've mentioned that... Statistically, most podcasts only make it to episode eight. I mean, we're killing the game.
1: That's right. We should have quit a long time ago, but we don't know any better.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna make you hate Miss even if you love it.
2: Uh, It'll pick up. I'm confident. (laughs) Maybe I need to like write out some mean things just so I'm prepared. (laughs) <laughs> to, to review the show to roast it yeah. actually that would make it more entertaining yeah, yeah give us some one-liners yeah. <laughs> i was just feeling like kind of demoralized <laughs> the show did that to you
1: broke <laughs> well, your spirit i was
2: watching something and then zach's like oh yeah you got to watch miss marvel i was like oh and i was like okay i'm gonna sit here for an hour and watch this now because i have to
1: i have to admit like uh this today, watching that show, it was kind of like uh I had to force feed myself the show like around two o'clock. I, I was like, all right, I gotta watch this for the podcast, so I'm hoping it gets better, man. I mean Marvel's track record usually it does get better, so I'm counting on it
2: I'm guessing the third one will be better than the first two, yeah, it's got however, be I still might not like <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe we should switch over to reviewing the boys <laughs> <laughs> man, speaking of which like. The boys is fire. Yeah. yeah, they are like, like they've made Homelander like like one of the like biggest villains of TV history. Like I heard, I saw someone tweet something about like like he's at like King Joffrey levels of like <laughs> people wanting him dead. People did hate the
2: Joffrey, uh...
1: but there really are people like this that exist. Like you know, you give them all the power in the world. You know, you, nothing's there to stop them. There's no reason for them not to do whatever they want. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I I like that he's believable in that sense.
0: And they've already announced their, um, season four of The Boys,
2: so they're going right. to keep going. <clears throat> I'm not sure he's going to survive much longer. Homelander? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was wondering that, too. Like... <laughs> Well, also like you got to think like that whole stunt with the him beating up the chef probably made them nervous. Yeah, so you got to wonder if they're like, hmm, maybe we should kill this guy in season three and then pick somebody else going forward. He might he might get one more season, but they've been scheming against him for a while. But yeah, like after he dies, like is there much more point of the show going much longer?
2: Uh, Well, he might be uh, defeated by somebody who's just as bad as he is. (laughs) Oh, Soldier Boy? Possibly. I haven't seen the
0: newest, newest episode that just dropped today.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I thought Black Noir was like a real piece of work.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's kind of a piece of shit, but you don't really know much about him. Mm. Other than like, you know, he's like shitty Batman, I guess. Mm. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) He is the darkness.
0: Well, what's weird is like, and I guess this is like a brief spoiler for like one of the prior boys episodes this season, but like... We see him when he's younger, and we see, like, he gets kind of blown up and fucked up. But, like, he seemed, like, kind of a normal guy before that happened to him. But then, like, he's been portrayed as, like, a real kind of weirdo, like, in the show, right? Black Noir? Yeah. Hmm. Like, remember, I think season one, like, he's, like, playing piano and shit. And, like, he does all this other kind of, like, weird shit. Definitely idiosyncratic. Right. So, I'm definitely interested they could actually transition to make him like the big bad I guess but he doesn't speak so he's not going to be as compelling as Homelander
1: Mm.
2: yeah I don't know oh who knows maybe Stormfront comes back yeah we're still wondering about that Uh, yeah I'm kind of wondering about that as well
0: um (laughs) so we just stopped talking about Ms. Marvel and talking about the show we like better um but no, I, I am interested to see uh, where Miss Marvel goes still. All right. Well, if you're interested to see where Miss Marvel goes and where our opinion of her goes, tune in next week to episode 100. And uh, also, um, make sure to subscribe both to the YouTube channel and to your podcast service of choice. Uh, give us comments, uh, likes, positive reviews, all that good stuff. And please come over. And follow us on Twitter.
1: Guys, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, a name for this, too, and that's number two. At unsolicited, S-U-G.
0: And you can, of course, find me at Zach Jones Live. That's Z-A-C-H-J-O-N-E-S-L-I-V-E. And that is going to do it for all of our shenanigans and poppycock this week. Please, please, please tune in again next week to episode 100. Bye, guys. Take care. Have a good one.